I'm a living example of you can get punched in the face and get back up because I'm the modern day Aztec warrior. Title fight, five rounds. Buddy B. Modern day Aztec warrior. Ah! <laughs> Thank you, Jay. I love that. Hell yeah. I've been waiting for that to be released because I talked to Fire Chicken right after I found out you won and asked him if I could cut that up for the intro. And he's like, absolutely. So I've been waiting. Hey, let me get y'all up. That's right. <laughs> Thank you, Jay. Shit, yeah. And sorry, the guest, the host <laughs> we have today, we have lights out. Booyah! Yo, you know what it is. Thanks Thank for being you. here, man. I'm excited. I'm excited to talk to you. I got some questions. And I just got to ask, start it off right off the bat, because I want to know, what was it like to get your name on that wall? Um, Man, like, honestly... My first, my first set of fights, I was like, I'm not even going to fight for that long to even get on the Wall of Fame. So, like, it wasn't even really, like, a set thing. So, after I fought for a while, while and I was just, like, winning, and I just noticed how, how, how good it felt to do that and, like, how good it felt just to fight in general. Like, I was like, okay, well, I might as well get my name on that wall because there's not a lot of people with their name on that wall. So, let's get it. Let's get it before anybody else does. And, when I went, I think there was two or three people on the wall, and besides me, and I was like, okay, if I get on that wall, then I'll be, I'll be the next one, and everybody else has been in here longer than me. So if I get on the wall now, then that means that I've done everything before anybody else could get on there. Right. No matter who gets on after you, got your name right there. Like, nope, I was right there. Number blah 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 blah. You're like a number four or five, I think, right? I think number four, yeah. Four, yeah, because I, I know Viking Warrior for sure and Turtle for sure. I can't remember the other one. Sorry, who it is. Well, Gash goes on there for being the fighter of the year, correct? Yeah. No, yeah that's I, on a different wall. Okay. I, know crazy, yeah. I know Crazy Legs is on there, but I went on there before Crazy Legs, so. <laughs> crazy Legs. You love okay. that. You know you're part of the scrapyard. You know you're immortalized on the wall, and they're still competing like, I was on there first, man. I was on there first. That's the competitor in all of you fighters. I love it. Yeah, it's something you have. You just wake up hungry, right? Yeah. <laughs> but you're here grinding, so you know you wake up hungry a little different way. You know, you don't you don't necessarily wake up and you're like, hey, let me go get smacked around for a Saturday. <laughs> I don't like losing. Every time I go in there, it's to win. Uh, my mind state is to win. You know, like after I get in there, like there's been a few opponents where I've have looked at him all like I don't know if I want to fight this man. You know, like I've looked at a few of them, like I don't know if I want to fight this guy. But then, like once you get in there and you get hit by him, and you're like, oh, he doesn't hit hard at all. Okay, this is easier. So then you just start going in because it's like you hit me, you haven't hit me, so I'm kind of intimidated about how hard you hit. But then once you hit him, once you hit me, like I realize that you don't hit as hard as I thought you did. Right, Jay. God, what's up, JB? And you oh, never stop swinging. Lights out, you never stop swinging. I don't know where your gas tank comes from, but I was telling you before we got on live, I called two of your fights in the same day at the two-year anniversary. And when he came back out, I said, how's this motherfucker still going to fight again? I thought he gave everything in the first fight, but he came out and he didn't stop swinging in the second one either. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> I mean, honestly, it's it's all about the, your mind state, you know, where you where you take that. You know, boxing is is mostly mental, you know. So when when you're going in there and you fought before, but see, my my thing, like the thing the thing that I live by every day that I fight, every time that I fight is, you know, you are tired afterwards. And I told Buddy B that too. I was like, you are tired after your fight. You are not tired now. You are tired afterwards. Whatever happens right now, okay, these are three rounds. That's easy. Most rounds in, in pro fights are 12, five yeah. in, in UFC. So 
you got to be prepared. You know what I'm saying? You just got to, you got to, you got to be tired later. There's no reason to be tired now. And, but he understood that. And that's what he understood going into his fight. And that's what I understand going into my fight. You know, there'll be times that I'm sitting there. I'm like, JB, I'm tired. He's like, keep going. Be tired after the fight. You got to keep on going. You got to win this. Like this is, this fight was scheduled for for you to fight, and you showed up, and you're the one that signed your name on that line, your that contract when you came there. So you're there. So you can't go back. Yeah, if you're training, you feel tired. It's an off day. Sure, I get it. But when you're there, final day of, yeah, you gotta say. And shout out to Lights Out for being my corner man in my fight. I know Carter Grand Off is running an alternate angle, and I didn't really have anyone. He even told me, like, hey, if you need a corner man, I got you. And I'm like, fuck yes. So he jumps on that right away. So that's why you see him in there. He's giving me water. He retied my hair because I couldn't get it braided the night before. And, yeah, he's sitting there telling me, like, yeah, you're tired after, you're tired after, do this, do that. I was like, Actually, it's funny you say that because my wife was watching your fight today while I was editing up for the new intro. And she said, yeah. Who's cornering Buddy V? And I said, I think it's lights out, right? And she goes, you can hear every direction he's given Buddy V. That's a good corner. <laughs> so yeah, my wife yeah. gave you props today, lights out. I appreciate that. <laughs> I do feel bad when you have the one, like, the guy that comes out, and then, what's up, OTH? And he has his friend that doesn't really know fighting, and he's, like, trying to be cool. He's like, beat his ass, bro. Don't let him hit you. Get him in. Get him on. Just beat his ass. Come on. Don't let him push you around. Just fight. Start punching him. And it's like, yeah, that's what we know. Help him out, though. <laughs> right. <laughs> now, uh, I was going to ask because I know that, you know, like Jay was saying, you fight hardcore. I know you train hard. Well, did you ever have uh, trouble trying to balance from both? Uh, let's see. Yeah, exactly. You ever have trouble balancing your training between your work life, even between trying to have any sort of social life with anything else that it is you want to do? Or is it kind of all easily manageable? So, like, right now, like, I don't have a job right now. I actually uh, quit my last job due to some bullshit. But we're not going to get into that. But, like, at the end of the day, like, I know people probably think that I train all the time, which – I don't really train that much. Like, I know it might seem like, oh, he has cardio. He must run. I don't. Like, <laughs> literally, me? I, I, play, I play video games and literally watch Netflix. Like, <laughs> I'm like, like, literally, like, I, 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 do, I, I do go on, like, when I do go on, like, shit, like, I do try my hardest and, like, I push myself, like, I do go on bike rides, and I'm going to start going on more of them. And, um, yeah, like, I know a lot of people will be like, he has a lot of stamina. He must train for that. Like, nah, nah, not, not really. Or, like, oh, he's really buff. He must work out. No, I, I don't work out at all, actually. Like, <laughs> it's just <laughs> So, for those of you that missed it, he said Netflix is his cardio, Netflix and chill. So, that means he's smashing cheeks nonstop. That's some good cardio. <laughs> Well, I, I do watch like uh on YouTube I watch a lot of like Earl Spence or I watch like uh uh Sugar Ray Leonard or like old fighters so like I do kind of learn off of what they do so it's not like I just go in there like not knowing what to do at all. Training um, by osmosis, I love it. Like we're just gonna watch it. Fuck it, I don't have to do it. Let's <laughs> just watch it. Dude, I don't know how you have that cardio, my man, because I like I said, I want I called you fighting two fights in one day. I was sitting on my couch calling fights. I was exhausted. You <laughs> Damn. Cardio, no, I was gonna Sour Diesel. Yeah, I was gonna say I like the uh uh the OTH comment. I mean, cause it was a virtual corner. That is a that's next level right there. OTH wants to know what your diet's like. Okay, so I'm not going to lie. So for, like, my first, like, four fights that I won, that, like, I went on a winning streak, I literally was eating a lot of Top Ramen. <laughs> Why is this guy? <laughs> Fucking Slim Jim's in there, too? <laughs> and fast food. And I know which one's Diesel, those rhinos, yeah, from the Asian corner stores. Like. 
recently I've, I've been wanting to eat a lot more healthier because I I am trying to cut weight. I'm trying to come from 145 to 135 so I can fight for the championship. You know? Yeah. Go take that. Cool, because I'm dropping the 145 to get that MMA belt. Oh, yeah? Yo, hey, you're getting greedy. Now you're just getting greedy. Oh. <laughs> okay, okay. You're right. I no, should you be can happy. only hold one of them, though, right? That's the rule. So if you win it, you got to choose which one. Yeah, yeah. I'd want to hit 145 and just hold it. So that now I add weight, and then whenever the 155, a new 155 champ comes, I'd be like, hey, I'm fighting you. Fight for fight, then. You're champ versus champ. Did you see OTH? He said, fuck it. I'm quitting the gym then. <laughs> it's really just mental like, that's all it really is like if you if you're mentally there and you know that you want to mentally push yourself you're going to push yourself it's it's a it's all in your mind like if you want to if you want to quit and you keep on telling yourself in your mind i'm gonna quit i'm gonna quit i'm gonna quit you're going to quit i agree with that but there's only so much normal humans which you do not seem to be can do with their body before their body just says, fuck you. And I know that if I did what you did in the ring, I would throw up after a minute. I mean, it's a lot of, it's a lot of mental and a lot of heart. I have a lot of heart. And good genetics. I I swear there's some good genetics in there. Cause just a little bit tad, right? Yeah. I don't don't know. I mean, like my dad's not really healthy. So I don't really – he's kind of chubby, so I don't really know about him. Well, now, as time passes no. – <laughs> yeah, right. I, I never I never really – no one really said he was skinny. I think he's always been a, a little bit more heavy. I'm I'm just – I don't know. Like, I got I got lucky, I guess. Like, that's just what it is. I, I got lucky, to be honest. Like, I don't know whose gene I got, but it was not my mom's and it was not my dad's. It was some yeah. grandpa three times ago that skipped some generations, and then you're like, <laughs> right? That's like the families where it's like everyone's all like five, six. They got like the one kid that's six two, and he's like, ah, oh, hold on, hold on, I need a little test going on over here. <laughs> he smokes some tricks. Do some smoke oh, tricks because he's got the vape. Do it, do it. <laughs> All because yeah. of nowadays, though. We got live smoke tricks. Right? You can do the table neck. The <laughs> All right. Here, I got So, oh, this is a good one. I was going to ask you. So, we play, for the, for those of you who don't know, you know, we're all in the Washington area, or, like, we're all kind of around each other. But me and Lights aren't on too far. We ended up playing a softball game together, and it was fun as hell. But I also know you played some semi-pro football. So I know you've talked about trying to go pro in boxing, but would you ever continue playing any sort of physical sport just for fun or on like some sort of semi-pro level or? I mean, like, I I, I want I want to get on a semi-pro team, but like a lot of semi-pro teams, you got to think about it. Like they've had their men for about four or five years. So when you come in and you're you're just like you're you're literally like new. It it literally would take like two to maybe a year to even get to even play like. There'll be times where, like, you know, I, I'll be on the field and, like, I like coaches put me in, like, because I know I can make the stop. Like, the, the corner that they have is a lot slower than me, and I know that I have a lot more energy than the, most of the people on the field. So I'm like, coach, just put me in. And, you know, it's just like, like, I'd rather do boxing, honestly, because it's one-on-one and people could see you. People can see you and that other person. Besides on football, it's you and 11 other people, you yeah. know, and, and all those 11 other people plus you and the quarterback and the linemen and, and the other wide receivers and the tight ends. Like, you have to worry about everybody else getting shine over you, you know, and with, with boxing, like, you're like, okay, it's just me and it's you and you're – and I got to deal with you and you only. And once I'm done with you, then that's what it is. Um, yeah. I, if I ever work out, uh, not really, no. Before what? I get to Zizo's question, I got to say, so the guy who watches Netflix, plays video games, eats fucking top ramen and fast food, goes to the scrapyard, wins a ton of fights, and played semi-pro football. Well, I'm at home trying to eat right and do shit just to lose weight. I just want to get make sure I got that correct. All right. All right. <laughs> But Diesel wanted to know: Do you did you ever work out? Um, 
I mean, I did a little bit of working out, but not really. Like, I, I did weightlifting in, in high school a little bit. Um, most of my life, like, I've just been really active. So I feel like that's where it really comes into play. Like, me being active is just probably where it's been. Like, when I was little, I was always known for, like, climbing trees and shit. That takes a lot of, of like, muscle to do to climb trees and shit, like, I was always known for, like, climbing everything, like, everything that I could climb, like, if it was, like, a, a big toy in at a park, I'm climbing that bitch, like, anything that I could climb, I would climb, so, like, I would practice my climbing, and then I would, like, jump off of stuff from, like, high, I would go up to the, to the top of the uh, slides and jump off the top of the slide, like, I would do all that just because, like, I don't know, I could do it. And like I would, I would go on trees and like do like sit ups on trees sometimes, and then like pull myself up. But like I don't really work out like at a gym. I really just like I use the environment to my advantage. Shit, that's the best thing you can do. <clears throat> I was gonna. I have this fun question. I haven't asked anyone this, and it's a question that I asked myself one time. If you could be sponsored by any major label, you know, Adidas, Nike. Reebok, Under Armour, New Balance. Who would it be and why? Um, I would probably have to go. If we're saying sponsored, because this is a really good brand, I'd probably be sponsored by by winning. Um, just because they're an expensive brand, and that's a really good brand that I would really love to fight with. Um. Probably, and if not that, then uh, I would like to do Nike, you know, because I see Earl Spence and all of his. And I can think that all the way. See, I wouldn't mind having some my own custom Air Maxes. Nike would be up there. But I don't know. Reebok, to me, for some reason, when I see their clothes, they're always, I love the designs. I feel like they're so much more crispy. I'm like, ooh. So, and, you know, plus, not everybody wears Reebok, so I'd really be shining in like. Well, I'll tell you this. For me, I only wear Air Max and Jordans because they're so good on your back. But it's whoever brings the biggest fucking bag is who I want to be sponsored by. Like, I don't give a shit. It could it could be some off-brand silver surfer type shit. And I'd be rocking some, uh, like, Velcro-ass shoes if they paid me enough. <laughs> no, I could do yeah, Velcro shoes. Oh man, I'm gonna see you in some wheelies. I'd be a Nike guy because that's what I wear. Yeah. Well, okay. All right, delicious. Good answers, everybody. I like it. What about you, Diesel? You still in the chat? Who'd you want to be sponsored by? I don't know. Anyone else? You know, JJ. Who would you want to be sponsored gotta by? You got to wear those those black Air Force One, so it has to be Nike. Right. Yeah. You're right. Black Air Force One. <laughs> now, you had you talked about you know. You've been able to fight. You do a lot of training. Um, you've had wins. You've had losses. You've had a belt. You've lost a belt. I mean, you kind of want to talk about the ups and the downs that you feel. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah, Diesel. I know it's like it's such a roller coaster with fighting because I, I, I'll admit it. There's been a time where I'm not going to say which loss, but there was the loss where I was training really hard. I came out lost. I was like, I'm cool. I'm cool the whole event. As soon as I got in my car, I just cried like a little bitch for a couple minutes. I was like, fuck, I fucking trained my ass off. But, you know. <laughs> Let you know. <laughs> um, well, it's emotion from putting that much work into something, though, and it not working out the way you wanted it to. Honestly, like, there, I mean, yeah, there's been a win where I was hella mad about it, actually. I can tell you. A, a, a fight where I was just like, what fight were you watching when when you picked who won? And it was me versus OG Dabs. When I fought OG Dabs and they're like, OG Dabs won, I said, who the fuck won? Because like, it was just like surprising because I was like, what? And if he won against me, then all the people who, who called out and was like, I'm done, like, I'm done in the second round, then they, they won too. Like, that's bullshit. Like, I literally put my, like, my all into this fight. Like, I didn't cry about it because I was like, it's whatever, but I did ask for a review, and it didn't end up getting reviewed, which I was kind of upset about. 
Um, but the OG Dabs fight was most definitely probably the biggest one that probably upset me the most out of any other fight that I've ever lost, ever. I feel that. I I thought about getting my Simo fight reviewed one time because even like Simo was like, well, I felt like you won that. It was just like I felt back and forth. At least it could have been a draw or something. So like I thought about having it re looked at again. I don't know. But, you know, I'm there. At the end of the day, I'm going to have a good time. So, hey, it doesn't bother me. <laughs> Kind of okay, it does a little bit, but it's okay. <laughs> are you gonna watch? Uh, so you watch boxing? Are you gonna watch the Canelo fight? I this did. Uh, upcoming weekend? Oh, no, no, I didn't. No, it's upcoming. Are you gonna watch it or no? Oh, yeah, I am gonna watch it. Yeah, I think he's gonna take you know, because what his last opponent fucking he moved up a weight class and all this other stuff. No, when he's in his area and his element, I don't think he's losing. I think he's whooping some ass, he's out for blood. I knew, I, I didn't bet on it, but I knew that Bebo was going to whoop his ass. Yeah. I mean, it's just the size, it's one of those things where they're both top tier in their divisions, but that little bit of difference from everything else can really make make or break a fight. And I, I feel like he held his own, though. I mean, it's not like uh, when McGregor fought Mayweather, and you could just see Mayweather just sitting there making him look dumb the whole time. He's just sitting there having fun. Oh yeah, yeah. So, since we're talking about fights, and we just had a UFC this last weekend, I'm gonna throw this out there, and I want you guys to tell me if you agree or think I'm fucking stupid. Okay, I think the missed weight was absolutely on purpose because if you lose to Nate Diaz, it derails the train the U.S. built for you as the toughest dude. The baddest dude in that in that weight and everything they got going for him. And I think somebody got in his ear and was like, bro, you'll probably win. But if you lose to this monster, it derails everything. And I think he missed weight on purpose. I, eight fucking yeah, I pounds. What? Eight fucking pounds. Right. That's it's not an oh but pound or two. Not eight pounds. You know, that's a as a fighter, you have one job. But I, I did read the article, but I still stand by kind of what you said. His his trainer said, oh, you know, we started this camp heavy, and that was from the get-go. That was our fault. And then we knew getting it close, we took the fight on such a short notice. It was too much weight to try to drop. Then as he got closer, he started passing out, having muscle spasms. He could barely stand up. He'd walk and randomly faint in the middle of standing up because he was just depriving his body of so much. And I don't I don't know if I fully believe that. For one and two, I always feel like it's somebody just kind of covering their asses. They had a plan, and it's like you don't know what happens behind closed doors. So yeah, somebody I feel like was in his ear, and they sit there talking, "Oh, do this, do that," and he's like, "You know what? Fine." Because like you said, if he loses uh, to Diaz, it really does just completely unravel everything and who he is and how badass we've seen him so far. And the thing I find funny is even Khabib made a comment, and he was like, "Oh, you say you're Muslim, but yet you don't have anyone that's Muslim around." So you don't have any of these super, very good people in your ear. They're going to push things that I don't necessarily believe in that you should be doing, especially as a Muslim, which makes me to believe they're in his ear whispering something. So You got what an opinion on that, Lights Out? Huh? You got an opinion on that? I think, honestly, he just wasn't ready. And Nate's a scary guy because, yeah, he gets beat by dudes, but he's also a dude who can take a ton of punishment and finish you in a bunch of different ways, knockout on the ground from his back. So he's a dangerous dude to be in there with. But we see, but we see how that turned out, taking shots like that. Like, even though, you know, this is two different sports, but, like, see how it turned out for Muhammad Ali. I mean, he takes all these, this punishment, but how is he going to be when he's 50? I mean – He's talking about now, like after that fight, I'm I'm going to do be be doing this for the next ten years, bro. You've already been doing this for ten years, so you want to do this for another ten years? It'd be twenty years of you just pure fighting, getting your head knocked back, getting hit like you usually do, and taking punches like you usually do. And you telling me that your that your mind's not going to be in like Muhammad Ali's and 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 mind you, UFC and MMA is worse. Because they can elbow you, knee you, punch you, kick you, yeah. drop you, pick you up and chuck you. Like you can't do that. <laughs> in 
You know what I'm saying? You can't chuck somebody in boxing. You can't kick that person in boxing. You can't elbow somebody in boxing. So, like, I don't know, I'm man. Late, but let's be real. If you've listened to any of his interviews in the last couple of years, he's always struggling to find the right word. Like, talk about like, that lazy tongue. Uh, uh, I think talk about that may have happened already. But I will say I hope Tony Ferguson retires now. I love Tony, but it, I hope he's done. I, I mean – Four losses now in a row, right? Yeah, and they're not – none of them are pretty, dude. None of them. Like, it, he went from being invincible to, like, bro, I don't want to – you're starting to Chuck Liddell yourself. No. <laughs> they said it in Batman. You either die a uh, hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. And, man, that's just – yeah, it's not just he should stop now. Don't try to count your – count your sheep while you got them and just call it a day. I, I, people respect you. People love you. There's even comments of people saying, "I don't care if he lost; he's still one of my favorite fighters of all time." So you're still in everyone's hearts. Hey, buddy, we have a question for you. Yo. So, knowing that you've been fighting for a while, you know, if you got you ever want to make it to the UFC, like, what's your dream? Like, what what do you want to like accomplish? I don't know that far. I wouldn't mind fighting like in Bellator or, or you know, one day someone just seeing I'm I'm aggressive and be like, hey, you want to try BKFC one day? Be like, fuck it. You know, I wouldn't mind doing something like on that level. I definitely uh, feel like I will be fighting for the rest of my life. Uh, maybe not in a cage, but at least training with people and sparring um, decently because I feel like as a father, I need to constantly stay fit. And I've always enjoyed fighting, so it's just a, a bigger excuse for me to fight. And But if I could, yeah, I wouldn't mind trying to rev up my training and try to take it to the next level where I can go do not just amateur, but go to some professional bouts, do this and that. I know it'll never be UFC, but like I said, Bellator is good enough for me. Even so, just go travel around and get paid for a few fights. I mean, shit. I'll go, I'll go fight at the EQC. Sheesh. If they, if they asked you to uh, fight for Bellator or they offered you a contract, because I, because I, me and JB asked each other the same question or asked you for a contract with the WWE. Which one are you taking? A contract with WWE? Man, then you get to have twice as much fun. I get to show ball. I can be like swinging my shit around. I can like just swing my junk and be like, look at that, look at this. No, oh, just kidding. <laughs> hey, the attitude era is coming back is what Prince KT said. I don't follow wrestling, but Prince KT's hardcore into wrestling. So he was saying. Is he a wrestler too? Huh? He's a wrestler too, right? Yeah, he's doing some stuff in Arizona, I believe it is. Uh, and if you don't mind me asking, what day was the Markout podcast? Um, right now they're trying to get their. It's usually it was Wednesdays, but they're trying to get their schedules back together. One of the guys moved back to Alabama. Um, Devin, because I forgot, he does not want to be referred to as Mustache anymore, and I forgot the name that he said he wants to be referred to now. So sorry, Devin. I'm going to say Devin because I don't remember what he right, just right. said. Uh, but him and uh, KT are working some stuff out to get it done just around their work schedules and shit like that. So we'll be coming back soon, hopefully. Um, yeah, absolutely. No, yeah, but shit, I wouldn't mind fighting for the rest of my life. <laughs> uh, so since we've talked about the fights right now, I was going to say, how did you feel with the fact that Shemaya, even though he missed weight, just completely manhandled his opponent? I mean, Kevin Holland really tried fighting, but I feel like it was just like, that was one of the quickest, you know, like takedowns I've seen. He's just on him like a spider monkey. Just I knew that was going to happen. It was kind of, I, that's why I want to see Diaz fight. Cause I mean, Diaz has that wrestling. So, you but know, might be quick, but I mean, he would have sit there and took it. And you, you've seen him and how many times he's got someone in the, like a triangle uh, uh, hole or something, like a leg lock. He's sitting there flipping people off, blah, fucking around. I mean, come on. <laughs> Start his own, uh, um, his own promotion. I think I need to know where I need to go play and fight. Yeah, I forget what it's called. He even has a name. I read the article a couple days ago. Um <laughs> And Dana White even kind of referred to it in uh, one of the press conferences. But you guys, since it's the halfway point, before we get back with some more questions, I got we got a quick word from Overtime Hustling. Over, 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 overtime Hustling. 
What's good? It's your homie, Freezes Christ. Y'all know the deal. Um, make sure y'all head on over to uh, OvertimeHustling.com where you can catch all the latest merch, all the newest mags, all the media, everything, you know what I mean? And uh, you can also find me on Winging It with the homies Keith G, King Dell, and Payne Gusto. And you can catch me on Turf Tales with the homie SK as well as uh, Backbox, you know what I mean? And if you got nothing to do on Sundays, even if you do got something to do, make sure you tap in the Overtime Reactions hosted by the homie Cuzzo. And I cannot forget the homie Jay over there at the Yankee and the Brit channel. So make sure y'all go over there and check them out. And hey, check me out, your boy, Freezes, on that Real Talk with Jay. It was a hell of an interview, yo. Gotta do it again. I keep saying it because I mean it. We gotta do it again. I had a great motherfucking time. But anyway, you know who it is. Freezes H, O-T-H, Yankee and the Brit, winging it, Turf Tales, Overtime Reactions, Chronicles Podcast. You know the drill. Cush's Corner. It's a motherfucking movement. So move with it. Or move out the motherfucking way. Simple and plain. Overtime hustling, we hustling overtime. <laughs> Shout out Overtime Hustling. Make sure you go check go out check the notes. And uh, yeah. they, they can show you better than I can tell you. So just go check it out, OvertimeHustling.com. Now, I was going to ask, did you see the Johnny Walker thing that happened after the UFC? Yeah, how weird was that shit? So, for those of you that don't know, he was caught outside the hotel, and he said, I was just and walking out. He's like, oh, they're just rushing me out after the fight. I didn't get to go change. I didn't get to go nothing. I didn't even get to put chalk or slippers on or shoes on. He's literally barefoot, gloves still on his hand, mouth guard in his hand, just sitting there in his shorts. And people are, like, looking at him like, what the hell? And they're walking him out. And he's like, yeah, they said we can't be here. We have to go with it. I just I couldn't even change my fucking clothes. And so then in the press conference, Dana White was talking and he got asked, you know what happened? He's like, oh, no, but since COVID, you know, it is rough around here because we just have to make sure that we keep people safe and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, wait, he literally just fought but on Dana the car. Dana said it never happened, but there's literally video of it happening. Yeah, he's like, oh, I have nothing. Of course, you know, you're protecting your own ass. And it breaks the question. How fucked up is the UFC? Even Nate was saying he's glad he's done fucking with or messing with them and dealing with the whole UFC. They're, they don't let the fighters stay after the fight to at least enjoy the rest of it or change. I mean, come on. What's happening here? What's really going on behind closed doors? But how many fighters will die for the experience, die for the exposure? And he does hold the platform. What's up? Yeah, What's buddy. up? Chip in the house. Chip and champ. <laughs> Did you see but, that lights out? That picture of that dude walking out in his gloves with no shoes on and his fight shorts? Nah. It's crazy. How do you walk a dude out? I don't know. I'm just baffled by the whole thing. Exactly. So, okay. Smoke says, dope as fuck, you became champ the day I defended my title. Champ shit only, you two. You're like, all three of you have been champs. That's just shit all around. Yeah. I was so this is curious because the one thing people know about Lights Out, if you've met him in person, when you talk to him, when you're interacting with him in fights, he is one of the most upbeat people that I've ever met. Like always at like a, at least at like a seven or higher. <laughs> Except that one day you lost that fight. You were mad. No, <laughs> just, just kidding. How do you maintain so happy and, uh, you know, just being upbeat all the time? Because I know a lot of people, when we're in the Street Peace group, sometimes can't even say how stuff affects them, and we're all there as a collective to help each other grow. I mean, how do you keep it up? Um, I mean, I go a lot with, uh, you know, I go through stuff with a lot of people. I mean, like, a lot of people. Um, But, like, most of the time, I just, like, when I'm in front of everybody, like, I can't really let it show. You feel me? Like, I, I, I be, I honestly be, like, a whole different person than, like, when I'm by myself. Like, I'm really, like, a lot of the time I, I be depressed or, like, have anxiety a lot of the time. Like, but, like, when I fight, I come out of my depression because, like, I can, I can literally just, like, fight somebody. Just, like, this is what it is. Like, I don't know. Like, I just, I, I block it out. Everything I go through, like, if my family member was to die, I would, I would block it out or something, and I'd, I'd keep on fighting. And I will just, you know, deal with it my own way. But, like, I don't know. I, I did – I do remember – I'm not going to say which fighter because I'm not going to put their name out, but there was one time when a fighter was out there, and uh, 
right as they were stepping in the ring, like 10 minutes before they got in the ring, they got a call that their grandma died. And like they went in and they tried and they just started breaking down. They're like, I don't think I can do it. And people say, you're going to fight for them or get out the cage, not disrespectfully, but if you're not really in it, you're just going to hurt yourself. And we care about you too much to let you actually hurt yourself. So you're either going to take out your pain into the fight and focus and uh, focus it, or you're going to just hurt yourself, damage yourself because you're not there and better to be honest with yourself and just get out the way. It's just, ooh. Damn. Yeah, I probably, I, I give it to me, I probably keep on fighting. I'd fight for it, like, just because I'm, I'm irritated or I'm pissed off and I just, I'll just fight for that person. And it's, you know, like, uh, who was it? Was it, um, Muhammad Ali that was saying how he hated training, like, he hated every minute of, every minute of it, but he said, you know, suffer now and be a champ for the rest of your life. Uh, yeah. Mook, shout out to the West Coast, who actually won. I know I've seen some of his uh, stuff, both on Instagram and Facebook. Where he's even like, I don't even feel like training, but I'm gonna be out here because you know it's like you have to stay consistent, and it's just you know, consistency is key. And when you really let it out like that, it, it feels so much better. It feels good to punch something too. Oh yeah. We exactly. really do a show on how fighting can really help with mental health. We really need to do a show on that. I think yeah, exactly. It forces people to dig deep because that's the thing. It's not barbaric which a lot of people find. I feel like at least 70 to 80% of the fighters that I have met, they're 20 year douchebags. No. <laughs> but like 80% of the fighters, they fight because they're battling themselves. They're fighting something within themselves. They're not going out to be like, I want to try to fight that guy to see this and that. Oh, it's not traditional, you know, uh, Chinese martial arts where you're actually testing out your styles or this or that. A lot of fighters have personal demons that we work out in that cage, regardless of whether it's Muay Thai, kickboxing, boxing, MMA. And that's one of the things that really can bring a lot of us together because we all struggle in our own way. But we all are fighters. We push at the end of the day because we refuse to quit. We refuse to give up. That means shit. <laughs> and just because I'm petty, I had to let free smoke. No, no, I won by 30, dude. We need to fact check that. Yep, exactly. We're not you don't have I'll I can pull it up, screenshot it, send it over, write it down. Like I can take it to a copy machine. We can let it be known. I won by 30. <laughs> I'm glad you didn't say facts. I was like, I don't have one of those. <laughs> uh, so, all right. So we have some new talent coming into the scrapyard. I've seen a lot of great fighters from all weight classes. I was gonna ask. Is there anyone that you think in particular you might want to fight or that you see yourself fighting in the future for a belt? Me? Yeah. So I think what Q-Tip fights at 165-160, right? Yeah, I got someone who I'm going to fight for the belt. Steve already told me about it. And then I know. I think Turtles 145 or 155? The dude, the dude that I fought at uh, the last event wants to fight for the title in October. Yeah, we're going to get some training in there. Me and you are out there in October getting that work in. got to get it in until October. <laughs> the only thing I'm nervous about for the cold weather, for those of you that don't remember, I broke my hand in an MMA title fight with Doughboy. I broke my hand on his head. That's how hard I hit with my left hand. <laughs> but I got a screw put in, so I'm a little nervous for the cold weather because when I fight, I don't know if it's going to affect anything. You know, if it's one of those things where you can see your breath, it really gets too damn cold. Oh, like, Turtle's head movement is crazy. That's why I, like I said, Turtle and Earth League 7's fight, that's what I was so stoked for. I really like the way they fight. I like both their styles. They both just are dominant fighters. Oh, man. set the pace for everything that day. It set the pace for everything that fight. Oh, yeah. That was, Makes so good. Slap my mom. <laughs> told me, uh, he said in the fighter chat because I said something about uh, somebody and somebody would be a good fight, and then he was like, Earthling Seven and Lights Out would be a good fight. That, that would be pretty killer. You like I said, you have that stamina, you're quick. Uh, Earthling Seven really does have it. Oh, see, I'm trying to figure that out because I want, I know we have to defend every three months, I wouldn't mind defending it in two. Um, there's a couple people I really want to see come back out. I know that 
I think Snake Eyes, when he fought Monkey, was for the 145 title. So I do want to uh, think me and him would be a good fight, a good matchup. Sheesh. For 155. I wanted Doughboy to come back because it's, that's the fight I originally lost the title and he got it. I want him to come back and fight me for it. And I want to defend myself on MMA against it for him. Um, trying to think. Because then Gumby's not coming back. All you got to do with, with Doughboy low-key is just fight him with the hands. Yeah. I mean, I felt like I was doing really good in that fight. Cruz is by with these respect to lose the fight. I think it happened. But I don't see E7 losing that. You know, really. The E7 is definitely a, a killer fight. A killer fight for you guys. That's the thing I love about fight, though. Anything could happen. No, <laughs> uh, too explosive. I really... Hope that one day he comes back and he's like, I want to challenge Buddy for the belt. Yeah, Not gonna lie. That would be a good, good Because I, I saw, like, me and him both fought Simo, and, you know, Simo was strong, so it'd be really interesting to see how our wrestling would work against each other. He's a little more lengthier than me, and I know the way he kind of throws his punch, he kind of leans with him a little bit. So I'd like to see how I'd be able to test myself against him. And considering the fact that he was the last belt holder, I feel like it's only fair he tried to come and take it back. And he said a comment of me keeping it warm for him, too. I told him that belt's got issues. She's attached to me now. <laughs> but that, yeah, those are some of the good ones I feel like. Uh, I feel, yeah, there's a couple, like White Lightnings are really killer at 155. I think Reese's Pieces came in at 160. He just dominated his opponent too. So there's some killers in the division. So I just, I want to see who comes back. Oh, yeah. All right, sorry. I kind of spaced because I ran out of some of these questions. But real quick, can we do the Buddy V's Fighters to Watch? Buddy V's Fighters to Watch. <laughs> now, I will apologize to Free Smoke because I don't have any West Coast fighters on this uh, Fighters to Watch. Uh, you guys make almost every list anyway, though, so it's all good. <laughs> I, yeah, I almost put Doughboy down for the way uh, – he beat his opponent. I think it was Butterbean Jr. That was a good one. I like the way he came back to his fortitude. He's been training, I could tell. But he didn't quite make the list. <laughs> so, from the scrapyard, the one that's going to be a good fight, Snake Eyes. When he came out and fought Monkey, he really was dominating that fight. I know he trains from Hammerhead Gym. Hammerhead Trim, uh, Gym is the one where Nerd Rage fought out of that beat Shinigami. Almost every fighter that we've had from Hammerhead Gym come out. Is a killer ass fight, so I really like that. Ooh, all right, clear it from the OG yard. I have to say, division your boy Juice. All right, I'll check them out. I'll make sure I'll make a point tonight to watch those fights. Thank you, your boy Juice E7's little brother. You guys heard that. So, from the division, yeah, oh, the division from the OG yard when he fought his opponent. He was going ham. His opponent dropped his guard. He hit four pieces. One, two, three, four, right on the jaw. Dropped him. Guy goes fighting again. Hits him. So cold, I see his body stiff up. As he goes down, he gets him two, three times, and he starts growling. Oh, looks over the body. People have to separate him. I was like, man, he's a little, got a little into it. Okay, that's a little too much. Soon as I stop that to myself, cuts to him. I want to apologize to the fans. I want to apologize to my opponent. I got lost in the moment. I was just the heat of the battle, and I was excited. I was scared. My adrenaline was going. I'm not like that. So when my opponent went up, I will apologize for doing that. But it was a great fight, and I was just was blown away. I'm like, holy shit, what? Talking about this man having some serious class. Okay. And he said he's just a fighter. He said he's scared to fight, but he's a warrior, so he's going to get in there and fight anyway. And I was, you, can't, you can't make this shit up. And from the dirty south... The dude, Alexander, holy shit. These guys went to war. They're fighting. He dropped this guy like two times. They're breathing. They're big boys, too. And they're fighting. They're out of breath. They're going. And this is where you see the heart. Because then they're both. And he's Alexander's hands are heavy. They start dropping. He can barely hold them up. He's throwing them one at a time, one at a time. And you see him take a deep breath and just start wailing on his opponent to the point he knocks him out right before the end of the fight. Bam! He won. I was very impressed. So those are my three fighters to watch, plus the one from Free Smoke. You got your boy Juice. You got Division from the OG Yard. Snake Eyes from the Scrapyard. And Alexander from Dirty South. Your boy Juice is from West Coast. Thank you, guys. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. <clears throat> All right. 
I'm having a conversation with Free Smoke while you were doing that in the comments. So <laughs> you like screenshot this, screenshot that. So, so lights out. Oh, sorry. I was just asking him who's next for lights out in the perfect world. Like, when are you going to fight again? Like, what's the plan? I'm fighting on the 24th. I fight every month. That's what it, because you never run out of energy. That's why. But, yes. <laughs> you got to run out of opponents first. I mean, there's been times, like, not only do I not run out of energy, but there's been times where I fought when I was injured, too. <clears throat> I fought, like, I fought a couple times when I was hurt. There was one time I played when I was playing semi-pro football, and uh, I tried to do a catch, and I got turf burn on my arm. And that's when I fought Q-tip, and I still fought him. Um, and then I've had like a dis, I've had a messed up uh, wrist for a couple months now. Um, so you're wrapping that bad boy extra good before you fight. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's crazy. I it's weird because to me, I hear people talk about how they fight with injuries or they train when they're hurt or this and that. I'm like, damn, you're fucking crazy. And then I turn around, I'm like, wait a minute. I do the same shit. So who am I to say, like, what the hell? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. You always got to keep on training, even if you're hurt. You know, hey, most of that time, like, you're recuperating anyways. Like, even if you're hitting the back lightly, you know what I'm saying? So, you ever heard of David Goggins? I yeah. love that man. He's an ex-Navy SEAL. And he all he's got like crazy like inspirational shit on YouTube. But dude's always saying pain is just the bitch leaving your body. Oh yeah, pain is the weakness leaving your body. Dude. I like he's like stay hard. Like yeah. yeah, yeah. He's like, and he's like, uh, that's just the bitch in you. Push through it. Push through the bitch. Yeah, I like laugh at that. I mean, I like going crazy, but man, sometimes I'm like, "Jeez, it got a little too intense for me." I gotta, I gotta step it up a notch. Well, they're Navy SEALs. They're, they're fighters are touched in the head, but Navy SEALs are a whole different level of touched in the head. You know, you're a special type of dude to even be able to do that training and want to. Right? Any sort of anything with water? No, thank you. <laughs> you live by the ocean, dude. What the? Uh, don't even. No, no, no. I don't mind the ocean, but like training or doing the stuff they do with that. Okay, yeah, no, fair they, enough. Fair enough. All right. I thought you were like, I don't fuck with water. I was like, bro, you like <laughs> the ocean. Like, hell no. I'm not no pussy. <laughs> so, lights out. I was going to ask you, do you have any merchandise out yet? Anything at all anywhere? I want to. I really want to. But uh, you, I have, you got something? Are you trying to work with me? Make it happen? I mean, come on. Yeah, I can work with you and make it happen. Most definitely, we can most definitely do that. Me and uh, JB been wanting to get uh, cutthroat boxing uh, shirts with our uh, with our fight names on the back. You know what I'm saying with lights on JB. You know, this is wanna it's what we want to do. You know, we want to sell that. So anybody who wants to, you know, represent. Cutthroat boxing, or anybody who wants to represent JB or even Zuel, you know what I'm saying? We can get this popping. If you and Buddy do it, once they get on the website, let me know. I'll be the first one to make an order. Hell uh, yeah, see, man, I've been doing all sorts of stuff. My friend Lots, it's his son's second birthday coming up. So I made these for him real quick one for him and one for his son. So that way they can wear matching shirts. And I'm going to mail it to him as part of a gift that I got him. I was like, yeah. Hell yeah. So, you know, you know, gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> you need custom hand towels, buddy. Got custom hand towels right here. Yeah, I was like, shit, I don't got mommy. <laughs> I got it right here. Custom hand towels. Bam. <laughs> I'm like a fucking um, what do they call that when you they put like the Pepsi can and shit in there? Like um the sponsors will be like the ad, the Placement sponsorships in movies. I'm like that shit right now. I got OTH. I got Deadly Designs. I got Zuel. I got it all right here. Damn. Well, I was going to say, Jay, do you have any more questions? I think uh, my, my page is all highlighted out now. <laughs> no, but I do want I, – the last question I have is, lights out, where can everybody follow you and find you on social media so if they want to follow what's going on with you? Hey. Follow me on uh, TikTok at uh, lightsout underscore SB. Uh, follow me on Instagram at uh, 
lights out underscore SB. And you can also, if you really want to follow me on Facebook too, at lights, lights out um, SB. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. And if you ever want to come train, you know, come to uh, Lakewood, South Dakota, away, you know, we can most definitely do that. Buddy, you got to get out there and train. I got to get my ass out there. I got to step my game up all the way. And if you look at my fights, you'll notice I switch up all the time. And when I box more, when I did more kicking, when I did more wrestling, when I'm just straight aggressive, yeah, those yeah. are not my style. When people are going to see it, they're like, what the fuck's he coming with this time? You got to train for everything, baby. <laughs> all right. Well, buddy, you tell them where to get all your stuff before we get up out of here. So the website is zwell-world.com. But you can find the Yankee and the Brit T-shirt. I don't have it right here on me, but I'm going to have one start just like Jim. I'm going to start keeping one hanging up so you can see it throughout the show. And the microphone is chrome. It's killer and shit. Also, I'm going to be linking my store to my Instagram. So if you follow me on social media platforms, you can just click whatever you like, see it. It'll take you there. And for anyone that lives in Washington State, I should say anyone that lives within Tacoma and Lakewood, if you buy from me, I will deliver it to you if you want. Anywhere outside of there, I'm not driving 15 hours or 20 hours. They'll deliver you something. Nope, you're getting shit. Sorry. <laughs> so, anyway, you see the project. Hey, man, you shipped it from Washington Wisconsin, to Wisconsin, and I got it in less than three days. So, it was a little over two days. I had it at my door. So, I mean, you can't ask for better than that. That's, a, that's some good shipping. Right. I take care of you. Help me help you. <laughs> There you go. Hey, all right, everybody. Go over to Overtime Hustling. Get the magazine. Cop some merch. Get the newest I got, music. I got one thing to say before we leave up out of here. No problem. I don't want to forget anybody with my shout-outs real quick. Feel free. Uh, I want to give a shout-out to my man, Buddy V. My shout-out to my man, Jay. I want to give a shout-out to my man, Solo. JB, I want to give a shout-out to all my family, my niece, Ava. You know what I'm saying? And uh, RIP to my my uh, brother Omari. Uh, I just want to say it's only up from here. Um, improve 1% every day. And uh, no matter what, just keep it on the grind because you you only get older. You don't get any younger. So. And Devin, oh, yeah. well, shout so. out to Solo. That episode's views just keep climbing. People love Solo. Shout out to Solo for coming on. And <laughs> shout out to all of you for watching. You right. guys, thank you. Yes. Thank you so thank much, you. you guys, for supporting me for real. Hey, I appreciate all my support. I appreciate everybody. Hey, I appreciate you guys for having me on. This is my second episode, and I'm really I'm, – I'm happy this time I had better connection than last time. I could say that because, you know, last time was kind of bad. But uh, I'm a, I appreciate, you know, you guys gave me, you know, a second, you know, a redemption. You know, it's time to redeem myself because last, last stream that I was on – I keep, really I keep all the questions, so I kept it right side when I was writing all new questions, so you didn't get any duplicate questions. Don't worry about that. You got all fresh ones just for you. And you're exciting it. as fuck to watch, so you can come back anytime, my man. You entertain the fuck out of me every time you fight. Hey, um, we should do this. We should do this more often. We can, you know, you know, talk about whatever. Sounds okay. good to me. You're welcome back anytime. All, all right. right Thanks for watching. One world, one love. Deuces. All love.